Marketing has become complex, so business owners either put it at the bottom of their to-do list or they don't do it at all. But how can a business expect to grow without marketing? Yet if you think about it, marketing in its simplest form is storytelling, and selling in its simplest form is telling that story to others. So if you feel like you've been committing random acts of marketing or you don't know what your story is, this is the podcast for you with your host, Lisa Rabel, founder, speaker, author, and chief storyteller at Rebel Girl Marketing. Let the rebellion begin. Welcome back to the Rebel Girl's Guide to Marketing podcast. I am your host, Lisa Rabel, the founder, speaker, author, and chief storyteller at Rebel Girl Marketing. In this episode, we are starting chapter five of the book, The Rebel Girl's Guide to Marketing. The chapter is entitled, Quit Sounding Like Everyone Else. This chapter is all about creating your power pitch and the content that tells the story of how you support your customers, what problems you solve, solutions you provide, gaps you fill in their organization, joy you bring to their lives. You get the idea. Hashtag Rebel Mindset, marketing is storytelling, and selling is telling that story to others. So to start, let me tell you the story of Nate. I've been speaking to groups across the U.S. and actually in Canada as well. Some of it actually goes international. But the whole point of it is, is that I've been creating power pitches, and it's about creating power... Let me try that again. I've been speaking to groups across the U.S. and Canada and technically internationally about creating power pitches instead of sales pitches or elevator pitches. During one of those in-person training courses, I was working with a group of young entrepreneurs. They were passionate and enthusiastic about what they were doing. And I walked them through my four-step process of creating a power pitch and asked for volunteers to give me their pre-training pitch, so what pitch they walk in the door with, and then their new pitch, the one that they created during our training session. Nate. Nate's a great guy. He was sitting in the back of the room and really wasn't participating in the conversation until this point when he raised his hand and came up to the front of the room. Now, his original pitch was about him, and it was about what does he do as a handyman? It went something like this. Hi, my name is Nate. I'm a handyman. I fix gutters and sometimes I fix the, the shingles on the roof and sometimes I actually have to fix the gutters and I've done some landscaping. I don't like landscaping, but I have done electrical, not a lot of electrical. I love to do plumbing. I'm learning more about plumbing, um, but I've fixed floors and I've installed carpeting and he just went on and on and on. Kind of that section of uh, the, the part of Forrest Gump where Bubba tells Forrest all the different ways to make shrimp. He was telling him all the things he does as a handyman. So we're going to talk about why that was a bad pitch in just a second. So that was his original pitch. And then after working through the four-step process of creating a power pitch, his new pitch was this. My name's Nate. I'm a handyman. I do everything on your home to-do list you hate to do. That was it. Now, that second pitch really painted the picture of how he works with his clients. And it shows how he helps his target audience. And like, he didn't give you his entire resume. 
and I'm about 99% sure that you thought of at least one thing on your home to-do list that you've been procrastinating on because you don't want to do it that you want Nate to do. Come on, be honest. I know you thought of something. So what is this magical four-step process? Well, we'll be talking about that in a couple of weeks. First, we need to start with the do's and the don'ts of pitching. Let's talk about what a pitch is not. I'm not going to stand in my soapbox and preach to you guys or should all over you, but I'm sharing these don'ts and the do's from experience, my own personal experience. I mean, I spent many a day in corporate America, both as a salesperson and as a marketing leader. I don't have all of these things right all the time, and I learned from my mistakes. I mean, you'll understand once we go through them, and I apologize in advance, because once you hear them, you will recognize them in yourself, and you'll recognize them in others as they're doing them to you. And yes, it will bug the crap out of you. So I'm sorry. But you know what's not annoying? A great sponsor. Check this out. If you want to get started with podcasting today, but you don't know where to start, I've got just the thing for you. Spotify. Spotify for podcasters is a free app on iOS and Android. This app is specifically designed to help you get started with simplicity. It will also distribute your show to other platforms like Apple Podcasts and, well, Spotify. So to get started today, check out the link in the description. Spotify, a better way to podcast. Now back to today's episode. Welcome back. We're talking about the do's and don'ts of pitching, specifically during a networking event when you're having a one-on-one conversation with somebody and you have to answer that dreaded question, so what do you do? About a million times. There are four basic mistakes people make when they're giving a pitch. The first one is using the words, I'm just a, before they give their title or their pitch. I'm just a. I'm just a mechanic. I'm just a maintenance guy. I'm just a salesperson. I'm just, it immediately, immediately discredits you and the person you're talking to will probably stop listening to you. So stop it. I don't care who you are or what role you play in an organization. You are an important part of the team. So please don't use I'm just a in your pitch. Let me give an example. Maintenance person, right? They don't clean a bathroom in the office. They missed it. It's a mistake. So you walk in the bathroom in the morning and it's dirty and it's unkept, obviously, and you get in a bad mood. You have to use the bathroom, the facilities before you go in to do your job. You walk out of the bathroom, you're in a bad mood. How's that going to affect the people you're working with? How's that going to affect your work? How is your work going to affect your customers? Every role in an organization is important. I don't care who you are. You are a vital role. So please stop using I'm just a when you do your pitch. Okay. The next one I like to call show up and throw up. You know these people. This is where when you ask, so what do you do? And two minutes later, they're still talking. You know their entire resume their pets' names, where they go to, 
where they go to church, where they go on vacation, how they like their hamburgers cooked. I mean, seriously, if you show up and you throw up, stop it. The average human has an attention span of only 8.25 seconds. If you're still talking after 20 seconds, they're looking around the room to see who else to talk to. Don't show up and throw up. Now, the opposite of show up and throw up is the word puller. This is the person who, no matter what question you ask them, their answer is 10 syllables or less. You feel like you're pulling the words out of them to try to have a conversation as you keep asking more and more questions. It's exhausting. Let me give an example. So I actually had this conversation with somebody. I said, so what do you do? And the young man goes, I'm in sales. I said, great. What company do you work for? He goes, ABC company. I'm not going to name the company. I said, great. What kind of, what, what do you sell? Uh, these kinds of products. Oh my God. It was exhausting. I'm like, there's nothing to work with here. Like I had to ask a million questions to get a pitch out of them. So don't do that either. I mean, seriously, if you're giving less than 10 syllables in your answer to questions, stop it. There is a balance between saying too much and not saying enough. The last one is probably the most common mistake amongst about a month. The last one is probably the most common mistake amongst networking professionals. It's called I'm smart or the subject matter expert pitch. This is where you try to prove how smart you are in the first 30 seconds you meet somebody. These are people who use industry jargon or acronyms that nobody else understands. You know, they get done with their pitch and you have no idea what they do. If this is you, say it with me. Stop it. Use words like, this is what I always tell my clients. Use words that if you're in a 12th grade career class, career day class, what would you say? So if you're the subject matter expert in your pitch, stop it. Once you understand what not to do, you will easily recognize it when somebody else does it during their pitch. So these four glamour don'ts of pitching, know them, recognize them. And if you start doing them, stop. And it's, here's the thing, I've actually done this. Literally, I've actually done this during a conversation. I started talking and it sounded just pathetic. I mean, literally pathetic. I stopped and I started laughing and this gentleman goes, you okay? And I go, listen, I'm trying out new pitches and that that sucked. I said, is there any way I can start over and try that again? And he laughed. He's like, I know it's really hard to do pitches sometimes. So it's okay to stop and start again. We're all human. We've all been there. We're, we're all struggling in this networking thing and how to do pitches. So it's okay to just stop and start all over again. You'll know you are doing this and when you're not making an impact in your pitch because that person you're talking to, their eyes are going to glaze over or they're going to start looking around the room to talk to somebody else. So that's when you stop and reset. Your pitch is all about engagement. It's about starting a conversation. It's that simple. Your pitch is about starting a conversation. Next week, we're going to have the one and the only 
Aaron Marcus, the founder of Conquer Your Business, who's talking about the importance of what you say and how it impacts your marketing, how it impacts your selling, how it impacts your reputation, and how it affects your business growth plan. So until next week, have a great week. Cheers. Thank you.